Hey, Summercare. This is Christy, your health coach. We're doing a little podcast today with another enrollee, Danny Scott. Thank you so much for joining me today and having some questions around goal setting, goal planning. Some of y'all have voiced that you've never done goals before in your life or don't know how to get started. So I'm pulling Danny in to ask some questions. So hopefully I can help you guys um, set some goals for yourself during summer care. So, all right. So Danny, I kind of thought I would pull you in on goal setting because uh, in our intake, it sounded like you've done a lot of work in your life around goal planning, setting, achieving your goals. You seem goal-driven. So thinking about how to talk about goal setting, you seem the perfect person to talk to about that. So I thought I'd start out a little bit about, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I, if you were to ask my wife, I'm not necessarily the best at goal setting at the house. She's the driver, so I've learned a lot from her. <laughs> But, you know uh, your place in your different areas of life. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know where I stand. But um, I'm originally from Southern California, and uh, I come from a large family on my side, my wife, a small military family. So uh, we had to learn how to make adjustments early on in our relationship. Mm -hmm. So being able to change and go with the flow was important for us. And now we've got a family of five. I have three kids, a daughter who's 12, and boys are eight and nine, or nine and 10, actually, I'd be too old for that. <laughs> so nine and 10. And so I spent a lot of time coaching baseball. Uh, we're, we like to be in the outdoors, so a lot of hunting and fishing. Uh, so we, moving up here was a nice change of pace. So uh, we lead a pretty active, lead a pretty active life. And um, it's been a lot of fun moving up here to the Pacific Northwest. Great. Yeah. So I, I also played a lot of sports uh, coming up, and I think that has lent to my ability to adapt diet plans and exercises and knowing how to get just move my way around a gym yeah. uh, and um, manipulate myself to be a better performer sure. at things. And as we get older, we like to let those things go because we get more responsible with other items. And so um, I realized I was getting older, heavier, <laughs> and less mobile. Other things, injuries as well. Whose body is this? Exactly. So you feel it's time to make change. Yep. Okay. It's great to have a sports background to tap into because I really feel like sports, it shows if you put effort into something, you get a product, your body, your performance um, at the end of all that effort. So I think it's mm -hmm. great to have that to tap into to say, no, effort is worth it. Totally. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. So that's been kind of what we have been uh, doing and we we're fairly new into the, the diet plan that we're following now. Mm -hmm. um, we've even implemented it into our kind of just our family lifestyle, mm -hmm. and that's that's been helpful as well. Yeah, to be able to implement the whole family to be truly successful. Exactly. Versus being the lone wolf, that's trying to make deal. changes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, want me to start with the first one? Sure. So, um, what can you kind of tell me what piqued your interest when the email went out about Summit Care and you're like, yes, that's for me? <laughs> um, it was good timing mm -hmm. uh, for me and my changes because I had just recently converted to a new style of eating with my wife uh, at the beginning of December. And it sounds pretty psychotic because the holidays are thick and heavy right then. Right. But it was the right time to make the change. So, December 1st. I made changes, and, yep. uh, but I had support, yep. and 
once I heard Summit Care coming online, I felt like it was an opportunity to just take it to the next level, mm -hmm. really learn more about myself medically, yep. and try and get what I was doing at home implemented into my professional life too. Right? Yeah. So you almost came into Summit Care with goals already set, planned out, and it was a supplement to get to those goals. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. So what kind of um, inspired that goal setting for you before Summit Care? You didn't have a health coach, Christy, breathing down your neck, give no. me your goals. No. What are you thinking? So what inspired you in that moment on your own or with your family to do that? So a couple things. One, um, I... Those that don't know, I had a spinal tumor uh, taken out two years ago, and that has caused some limited mobility in my legs. So I I have a problem walking sometimes. I'll trip and things like that. So um, realizing I can actually take weight off my body and make myself more mobile. I don't have to push as much weight around. So being not a small guy, uh, it was uh, kind of a logical step to move because if I can't get my body to do what I needed to do I'll affect my body to allow it to work easier sure and uh, that, that was the plan and, and my wife is always looking for longevity in my life so yep. she's like whatever we need to do to keep you lasting longer <laughs> uh, that that was the plan yeah that's mm -hmm. wonderful okay so how did you go about it so you think okay I want to make these changes right. to, to be kind to my body so where did you even start in that moment food mm -hmm. um, we had joined a gym as well, and so having accessible an accessible place to exercise at your own pace and being able to eat uh, a diet plan that's manageable for yourself was also huge for me. Mm -hmm. And I had started doing keto because it was something that seemed like it was um, manageable for my lifestyle. Yeah. I can't eat six small meals a day. I can't eat throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And so I have to eat when I can eat. Yeah. So being able to control macros, those of you that don't know what keto is, mm -hmm. you're going to have to look it up. But <laughs> I can't go too deep, but controlling my macros was yeah. an easier function for me. Yeah. So what I took in was how it works. There's a fasting period that works great for me because I don't normally eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. uh, so being able to do my breakfast the way they design it. Uh, works for me yeah and so it just fit my body type and lifestyle and when I started doing it I started with just small goals yeah and it was like let's just see how it affects me I didn't set a weight plan I didn't set an exercise plan I just said let's start eating correctly mm -hmm. and kind of be really rigid about it yeah and I started to see my body change mm -hmm. and so you start to see that you start to get excited and you yeah. start to continue to pursue it a little more heavily yeah and that has, has been my kind of mindset as I've walked through this path great yeah. do you remember what one of your first short-term goals was like a specific goal that you had it's it's been weight loss for me um, changing my body type through the gym it has been secondary I've been trying to, to take weight off before I uh, put weight back on mm -hmm. and so it has been a 10, it was actually a five pound incremental step. Okay. And so once I got down to five pounds, it was a reward. Yep. And then. What well, uh, was your reward? Exactly. It wasn't necessarily <laughs> food, but it was like we'd go do something or it was just, mm -hmm. you know, 
uh, leave the kids with somebody and actually do a date night. You yeah. know, things like that. Parents that don't typically do. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> so stuff like that because you realize there's a lot of flexibility I did within this eating plan mm -hmm. uh, that I could totally be down with and not feel like I'm lacking. So yeah. that has made a huge impact for me where whereas other meal plans I've tried before are just too difficult. So the five pounds for me was working and then uh, I'm starting to stretch into a 10 pound goal set okay. and that's more daunting because it's not as easily met. Yep. Do you have a timeline that you set for yourself to try to get there? I do. Um, for these 10 pounds, I'm shoot, shooting for my next 10 pound loss into July. Mm -hmm. So um, healthy weight loss for me is about two to three pounds every two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so if I've dropped that in two weeks, I feel like I'm on a healthy drop. Yep. Um, any more than that, I haven't really seen. And um, you can get frustrated by that if you're not seeing, seeing it. So trying to be right. just reasonable with yes. myself and my body has been important. Right. It's almost like you need to see some sort of change to keep the motivation, mm -hmm. but not at such a high rate that it's not a long-lasting either right. lifestyle change mm -hmm. or weight loss. So right. it's the happy medium. Exactly. I've seen so many people do those like cleanses or whatever to do a quick drop, and mm -hmm. but it's not maintainable. It's not sustainable. Right. It's not a lifestyle change. And so yep. you do the quick drop and then it's over and then you pack on five extra yep. uh, over the top of what you'd already lost is yep. kind of how that up and down ballooning happens. And so yep. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to kind of set an even keel course for a long-term goal. Perfect. Because it really is a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the pounds. No, it's not. It's what the pounds mean to you. For sure. Mm -hmm. And it means something to something different to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my wife and I were built completely different. Yeah. She's a 5'3 little lady. Um, so when she loses a pound, that's huge. Right. When I lose a pound, I'm like, I need a few more of those. So. <laughs> You're like, I just sweated off a pound. What's the big deal? Exactly. <laughs> and so we operate on at different levels there because we have different goals. But yep. um, that's how it has to be. It has to be an individual walk. Yeah. Sounds like you built a lot of self-awareness in the beginning of what's going to work for you. It wasn't, I'm going to do this diet plan because it worked for these other people. It was, what's my life look like? What's really going to work for me? And how do I implement that into my life? Right. I've done a lot of mimicking in, in the past, and especially when you, I, I've had personal trainers in gyms. I've tried to stick to their meal plans, mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't work as a cookie cutter type of process yep. it just doesn't we're all mm -hmm. built differently so who knows you better than you exactly and that that's how I've been able to really stay the course is to know that these are my goals this is how my body works this is what's working yep let's stick with it yeah great how did you build that self-awareness about what would work for you through failure <laughs> yes don't be afraid to fail yeah, for sure <laughs> I mean if you don't try you don't know if it's going to work or not yeah. and um I'll tell you right now, the keto uh, printout that my wife had mm -hmm. for me sat on a coffee table for probably three months. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't even look at it. I told her I would, but I didn't want to because, right. you know, a lot of us build comfort out of food. Yeah. And when you're going at a busy pace, you just want to be able to grab what you want to grab. You don't want to have something else to be accountable to. Right. And you have other things, other responsibilities. So. 
Um, but it came came to a head, and I finally had to say, okay, I'll lead it. Yeah. And uh, I understood it wasn't as scary as it was. So mm-hmm. once I got into it, you realize yeah. it's not as scary. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I made plenty of other options not work mm-hmm. because they just didn't fit me. But you have to be willing to try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that brings up a great point of if somebody or if I fail at something, it's tempting to say, well, it didn't work, so I may as well just forget about it altogether. Versus saying, what lessons did I learn from this failure and how can I apply that to my future endeavor to continue on towards this goal? I think that's really important because we all will fail at our goals, but we need to learn from that and not say, ah, I failed. I'm going to go in this hole and hide and go back to everything that I was doing that I wasn't happy with. Exactly. So failure is okay. And failure is really just how you design it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not necessarily a failure unless you quit. Right. Uh, it's yeah. it's just a setback, and so it's like, all right, that didn't work, but let's let's tweak it so it does work. So yeah. it's trying to find that balance. That's beautiful. True failure is quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, soldier on. So at the end of all this, yes. if I were to go to you and say, Danny, I've seen that you're creating goals, you're making it happen. What advice would you give to me um, to say? And I'm saying I've never done that before. Where do I even start? I want to make a goal. So, goal setting. It has to be simple and it has to be small mm-hmm. and manageable. Um, something that you can reasonably attain. Yep. Because if, if you set too, too large of goals, you're never going to meet them yep. and, and you're going to be frustrated and, and quit. Yep. Um, so, you can't say I'm going to lose 50 pounds and that's my goal and stick to a 50 pound goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's hard to do because when you see 25 come off and you can't get that 26th pound, right. you're gonna feel like you need to quit. Right. And, that, and that's not necessarily the right mentality. It's just making a tweak to what you're doing to continue on. Yep. So the only way to do that is to see how your body changes because your body changes incrementally as well. Mm-hmm. And so it may require different changes and tweaks as you move on, like in exercises. Yep. Uh, your body acclimates to a specific exercise and you have to change it. You have to change your movements, you have to change the combinations of movements to get your body to readjust to those. Right. But if you don't realize that, you can say you're bench pressing all the time. You know, <laughs> you realize you have to stick another exercise in there to, to build those muscles. Yep. Um, same holds true for goal setting. So um, for me, I just, like I said, I set it simple and short and sweet. So I went to five pounds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat right. So I'm going to be strict mm-hmm. within that. Uh, but I'm shooting a short term goal. Yeah. And as it happens, pick your next goal. Keep yeah. working until you're happy with where you're at. Wonderful. Yep. Simple, sweet, and flexible. <laughs> Do you have any favorite apps, books, websites that you've really drawn from for information? Yeah. Um, man, we, we, we as in my wife, um, I will absolutely never attest to using Pinterest because it drives me crazy because I end up getting honey-do lists out of them. Uh-huh. But my wife loves that thing. So she's actually found a lot of keto recipes on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So um, for any of those out there that like Pinterest, it's an excellent source for keto recipes. Yep. Um, she's found some awesome like desserts that were people that have a sweet tooth. There's ways to get around that. Yep. Um, the quick one just for, for me to share. Uh, I have a problem drinking my calories, mm-hmm. so that was a hard one for me. I drink sugar, yeah. uh, sweets, coffee creamer, all that. So uh, a way around it was a version of an Italian soda. So mm-hmm. we'd use like the LaCroix, yeah. 
soda water, and then we would use half and half for the fats, mm -hmm. and we'd use a sugar-free turmeric syrup, and it's it was perfect to get you over the hump. Yep. So that's a little side note. Yep. But um, <laughs> with that, she uses that. Um, there was a Perfect Keto, it's an app mm -hmm. uh, that has tips and tricks and recipes on there. And uh, I also on Facebook, I Facebook friended or whatever it is, uh, the Fit to Fat to Fit guy. Okay. Um, check him out. He's, he's a couple of years ago, a few years ago, he was on a lot of talk shows, mm -hmm. but he basically packed on, he was a physical trainer, put on 60 pounds, mm -hmm. ate whatever he wanted to put on 60 pounds of fat because he wanted to relate to his clientele. Yep. And then he went through the keto process with his clientele to get back in shape, yeah. to show that it's possible as long as you follow the rules. Yep. And that guy's pretty inspirational, and, okay. and he keeps it pretty um, ground level. So I think Great. he was a pretty helpful one too. Yep, yep. it's been there. All right, final thoughts. Do you have a personal motto that you're like, <laughs> bam, this is me, this is what I keep me motivated? Mm -hmm. Danny's personal motto. I, I'm I am not a, like a slogan guy. <laughs> so, so when I I, 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 I do use poetry by Danny. I know, right? <laughs> not the guy. But inspiration, definitely my family, yeah. uh, and and that's what keeps me going because mm -hmm. I want to stay active with my my family, with my kids. I want to keep up. Yep. I don't want to ever be that dad that says I can't do it. Yep. So there you I'm go. Not. All right. Well, thank you, Danny, so much for joining me. Yeah. Summit Care, do your goal planning. Let me know if you have questions.